The shadows of storm and night. The mysteries of life and light. From unearthly peculiarities, celestial and divine, to apparitions and transcendental signs. You're listening to To The Spirit Podcast. Hi, friends, and welcome to The Spirit. I'm Beck. And I'm Steph. Hi, Steph. Hey, Beck. Welcome back to season two. Welcome back. We made it. <laughs> yeah, somehow we made it through 2020. <laughs> How was your new year? Oh, it was awesome. I jumped off the Empire State Building. I had a banging one flew. myself. <laughs> I put on a, a jetpack, flew right off into the sunset or two. Well, I went towards the crystal ball first, <laughs> then headed west where the sun was still going down. That's so beautiful. Did you see any of the monoliths on your way? I saw all of them. <laughs> the many of them. <laughs> Did uh, you hear about the jetpack guy they keep on seeing? Yeah. That's me. I knew it. I knew I knew someone <laughs> famous. <laughs> Where did you get that? Tony Stark? It's similar to Tony Stark. Yes, it's that same type of uh, you know, government-funded private company. I'm a multi-billionaire. You got the hookups. <laughs> yep. So here we are, Steph. Season two. And the UFOs are still going down the UFO highway. Yeah, they don't. They do not stop. It, that hasn't changed at all in the new year. This episode is sponsored by... No, it's not. But if you'd like to sponsor <laughs> us... <laughs> we do birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> Weddings and bat mitzvahs. <laughs> Actually, we do have emails that have come in that we're going to share in an episode upcoming. Oh, great. Today's episode, we're going to talk about ghost apps. Are they real? Are they just for entertainment purposes? What do you think, Steph? I don't know. I think that they seem to work for a lot of people. Not everybody. And I don't think everybody should be doing it, to I be honest. I agree with you. I think there should be some mental health evaluations on people before <laughs> they start delving into that. Yeah. No, I think uh, some people, I think, are more vulnerable than others and can attract some very dangerous, dangerous things. I totally agree. I've been using apps and software for years now. Yes. I have uh, physical boxes that I use. But to be honest, some of my best evidence comes from the software and the apps that you can simply play on your phone. So I want to talk a little bit about those and... Um, maybe throw in some examples of what they sound like. And like we said, not everybody's going to get results from these. I truly believe you have to have a connection with the spirit world. You have to have that shining, I guess. Mm -hmm. I have no curiosities in doing this privately. Like I would never do it. I've seen you do it. Yeah. And I've been present with it. That's how we connected it. I don't know if we've ever talked no, about No, but that. we should talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I had not seen Becky in years. I was away for a while, and when I came home, I had a lot of problems in my family, a lot of people to take care of, my dad, my grandparents. There was all these illnesses going on. So I didn't really see any friends whatsoever, and kind of of a loner at the time. It was very difficult. So a friend of ours who reached out to me, who I would hear from out of nowhere, you know, she's kind of like a, the weird connection between me and Becky at, at times, I hadn't seen, Becky, I hadn't seen you since Amy's funeral. Yeah, that was like 2007. Yeah. Yeah. And and I didn't go to the funeral, but I was at the party at your house that yeah. we did for her. So 
Yeah, I hadn't seen you in years, and you were getting messages from my father who died. Yeah. And at first, when you explained that to me, I was a bit terrified because, like, what is Becky doing? <laughs> what happened right. to her? I haven't seen her in years, and she's <laughs> communicating with dead people. Yeah. But it brought us together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though I didn't understand what she was doing, I was a bit scared of it. To me, it's something that I would never do. But when Becky explained how it, it kind of built up to that because you were already experiencing things here. Yeah. And then you decided to use the computer aspect of or the apps or whatever to see what was going on. Right. It brought us together. And the other, I think, amazing thing that happened is that you were able to see my sister Jessica again. Yeah. And I don't think this would have happened. I felt like everything came together. My sister Jessica passed away in 2016. Mm-hmm. And literally we got together, I think, just at the end of 2014. Yeah. And then Becky was also very valuable in helping her. A lot of connections with people because my sister has quite a few kids, so we were able to get them used clothes and Christmas gifts for Christmas when she was going through cancer. And everything just came together. And I always look at that. I'm like, this all because my dad yeah. came through. And that, it was hard to understand that in the beginning, but now I do believe that that's how God kind of knit yeah, things it was together. divinely guided for sure. Yeah. It was like, I had no idea your dad was gone. I was getting messages from him and through these software and apps. And I'm thinking, what is going on? Am I being tricked? You know? And then I, I remember looking up the obituary online to see if I was losing my mind. <laughs> and there it was. I thought, oh my God, Bill Eadie's reaching out from the grave. He wants me to contact Steph. And I had no idea how to do that. So it was all divinely guided that we just happened to have this mutual friend that brought us together. And, oh, man, it's just gone from there. And I think slowly Steph had seen how I work with these applications, with these radios, with these electronics, and seen, you know, this this is legitimate. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't scare me anymore. Not that I would do it on my own. I really don't. Like, I feel like I have a faith and I have a belief you know like i believe that there's a spirit world you know yeah i believe that there are ghosts that are trapped i do believe purgatory all that but i don't have a curiosity about it but it's being here with you doing it and hearing it it's not scary it, it, the thought of it was scary to me before yeah but listening to it and seeing what they say like some of the stuff that is said amazes me and because i am a christian i look for certain things in in my point of view that i feel like there's a lot of people think it's it's a dangerous thing to do. You could bring in something. Yeah, from, like it's like a Ouija board. Yeah. And I think that's possible. I do, too. I think it's you're opening doors to things that you don't know about. You know, we always do our prayers beforehand. But a lot of the stuff that comes out is pray, Beck. Pray. It's loving. Christ. Yeah. Love. We love you. And usually, like, uh, you know, we've had a Ouija board experience back in the day. Yeah, we did. In my own experience with that and... And, and listening to other people who have negative experiences with the Ouija board, the devil doesn't wait around too long. He sets his plan up pretty quick because he has no patience. Mm-hmm. And soon he's manipulating and then you're trapped. And this has been consistently such good and loving, you know, and it's one of those things where it's so unusual of a thing, but we know, you know, if you're a believer in God, you have to believe that there's a spiritual realm mm-hmm. and that, there's a possibility, like I, I'll quote from actually a pope, Pope Benedict 
the 16th was the Pope before this one that we have now. But he said, because God is infinite, there is an infinite way to God, you know, and I think vice versa. There's something that can connect people to God no matter what. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not necessarily a certain way. Like I think certain Christians will only believe it's this way or no other yeah. way. And they're all fighting amongst each other, which way is yeah. the right way. Yeah. So I just think sometimes God has to reach out to people in a way that they're going to get it because not everyone's brought up in, no, I, in the yeah. same religion. You know, yeah. you have, he's reaching out to everybody. And each very differently. Yeah. Just as each of us has different abilities. And let me explain that, too, because some people ask, are you haunted? Do you have ghosts around you all the time? And the thing is, is my intentions were set from the beginning of using these apps and boxes and computers to actually connect with the other side to spirit. And there's a difference between spirit and ghost. What is the difference? Well, spirits are, to me, in my definition, somebody that has crossed the veil, been to God or been to the other side, whatever you want to call it. You want to call it heaven, whatever you want to call it. Ghosts are the ones that don't leave. They don't go into the light. They stay very 3D. They haunt, they touch, they scare, they whisper. Now, not that spirits can't speak and whisper, but it's a little bit different. It's definitely a little different when you get a disembodied voice as opposed to something that comes through the electronics. And there's actually a different vibration. They almost sound robotic sometimes, uh, the spirits do, Mm -hmm. whereas ghosts would be more like a, you know, like a breath or a, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm watching type of thing. <laughs> no, it's true. Like if, you, if anyone watches any of the TV shows where people do EVPs yeah. and there is a haunting in the house, like if it's just a ghost a ghost in the house, yeah, you'll hear like this little whispered breath yeah. or something, you know, where I think if it's demonic, you can hear the demonic come through. It has an angry sound if that's the way that they're manifesting. And when I've heard Becky's uh, spirit crew or whatever yeah, spirit team come team. through, <laughs> um, it's always consistent. It's always the same. Yeah. And it's always loving, you know, it's not telling her to do anything, you know, in the sense, you know, it's like there's no manipulation. There's no. Not at all. It's there's, basically. It's not scary. It's yeah. it's very, I think a lot of people get shocked because they expect something bigger or different. Yeah. And then they sit down and go, wow, that that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's completely different than I imagined. But I set out to connect to the other side. My goal was to help the grieving, to help the living by serving the dead. And you know, that's another thing I just want to touch upon because there's many people that don't like that word dead because they say, well, we're not dead though. We live on forever. And that's true. Our souls, we are energy and energy never dies. It changes, but it never dies. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) the spirits themselves call themselves the dead. They will come through and I'll say, you know, who's with me? The dead. They'll say the dead. So I'm using their words. When you get real esoteric and go, oh, you know, they don't like that. We use the word transition. We don't use the word die. But when I talk to people that have died in spirit, they say I died. They -hmm. don't say I transitioned. So I use their language. Language is very important, (laughs) as we know, as we're all learning, especially now with, you know, the banning of language, the banning of speech, the taking our freedoms away. I will never do that to spirit. On that note, I speak to spirit. 
And I try to help as many people as I can when I can. It is a lot of work. There's a lot of energy exchange that happens. Steph knows this. Yes. Sometimes you just feel like, I'm ready for a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and then other times you feel very recharged yes. and, and energetic. It just yes. depends on how much energy is being pulled and pushed. But let's talk about some of the things I use. So like I said, I use physical radios, physical ghost boxes. But my favorite are actually apps. And I'll tell you why. Because they're cleaner. Because you're not getting static. And there are boxes that are physically built that don't have the static, that are made really nicely. And they're using alternate frequency sources like radio stations that they're scanning through at certain sweep rates. And you're getting clips of like local radio stations and commercials and then you're going to get spirits in between and that can be tricky for a lot of people likewise with apps that you may use on your phone or on software usually they're using data banks banks with pre-recorded phrases phrases or? words uh, sometimes it's just the vowels yeah there's like little phenoms <clears throat> uh, i don't even know the right proper word to use here but they're just little clips that are pieced together by spirit or ghosts to create language, to create communication with you. And some I've had better experiences than others. Importantly, the makers. If the person that's making the software <laughs> is not a good person or is using symbology that is dark, you're probably going to get some dark stuff. Let's be honest. Even if your intention is good. And that's strange to say, but I've had it happen. A lot of the software I use, I've tested <laughs> and I've used over and over. And that's another thing. When you're using these things, you have to use them so that the spirits get used to using these applications. It's not something that's just instantaneous in most cases. In my case, it is because I've been working with them for over a decade now. So I can switch from a radio to a computer to a telephone and get things. But most people have to work repetitively over and over and over with these things. I'm going to recommend a few and I'm going to talk about a few that I really like. And one size does not fit all. So what may work for me may not work for you and vice versa. I might have great communication on one app and then on another app, it might be shit. <laughs> so I think everyone finds their groove and their niche. And once you fall into that, you kind of stick with that and you master it. Anyway, phone apps. Let's start with that. I've used so many of them and I had some ultimate favorites and they've actually shifted because it seems like they are improving on these every year. You know, you have new inventors, new apps dropping, new software dropping. But some of my favorites, there's a free one called the Sano X10 Spirit Box and that is free and that is absolutely great. That is like a typical ghost box, a physical one that you would get. And it's basically scanning right through radio stations. It's staticky. It's not the clearest. So in this EVP, I say, hey, and you hear the spirits reply, is that Becca? And I say, it's me. Hey. Is that Becca? It's B. Hey. Is that Becca? It's B. They're not my favorites. No. When you've showed them because you have to piece it together. Uh, you'd almost need a pen and paper and make sure because it, it goes by so fast. So if you get one 
portion of a word, you got to wait for the other one to connect. And I find it very frustrating. Very, <laughs> very true. And that's the same with one called the Echo Vox. And the Echo Vox is a great one. A lot of people, and listen, a lot of people love these apps. They love these programs and they work great for those people. And I like to have them as backup, but they're not my favorites. But I think they're worth mentioning. The Echo Vox was a good one back in the day to get launched on and to have on your phone. It was just kind of cool to have that when these things first broke. It was more of a high-end app to run. This one is simple. It just says Beckboo. Then there was a maker that had come in and made a spirit app called Spiritus. Spiritus Ghost Box. It was pretty good. I liked it. It was clear. And I had some cool controls over it. Sounded good. This one says, Beck, sit. But the banks were really repetitive to me. They seemed very repetitive. There were a lot of things I was getting over and over and over. And I know that happens anyway. And you're looking for the things in between. You're reading between the lines. But still, I grew and... <laughs> went to a app called Necrophonic. Necrophonic is my all-time favorite now. It's also my, mine. Yeah. If you are going to get into this, Necrophonic would be the one to really master. And it's amazing what comes out. It's You hear random things being yelled or noises or sounds, but for the most part, everything is pretty different coming through. Yeah. You're not hearing a bank that's saying, like, Fred over and over, Fred, Fred, Fred. And if you are hearing Fred, 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 that means Fred's with you. (laughs) (laughs) But this is something that is, I don't know, it's phenomenal. I've had really good success with Necrophonic and the fact that it can be on your phone and you can just whip this out at any location or you can, you can use a camping like Steph and I have done. We've mm-hmm. used it camping and where you have no basically reception, you're you're just running. But the clarity and then once you get it down listening to it, you're able to pull those sounds out and those words. I'll give you an example of what that sounds like here. Here they say back team and I say hi team. Hi team. Hi team. This is cool because it has um, an echo, a reverb, and it's a really simple interface. It's start and stop. So here's, I'll just hit it without anything on. Hello. Hello. Someone's coming. Yep. So now if we throw a little reverb on there. Marie. Marie. Yeah, that's your mama. Awesome. Yeah, they want to talk now, so I'm going to turn that off because they, <laughs> they want to talk. That's Maria Steph's mom. This app is amazing. One of my favorites for a handheld device, whether that be a phone or a tablet. Deadwave is another one made by the same maker. This one is simple. It says Beck, Becky. But I don't know. There's too many options on Deadwave. You know, you can tweak this and tweak that. I just want to turn it on. And have the option of it to reverb or not reverb, echo or not echo. And I get phenomenal results with this one. So my recommendation for a legitimate, good ghost app is Necrophonic. My favorite software maker is ExtremeSenses.com. Martin is awesome. He's a great guy. He puts out some really quality software. It's not saying that there isn't great 
software out there by other makers. This just happens to be my favorite software, so I'm sharing that with you. And Extreme Senses offers a whole bunch of different stuff. They're great to use. They all offer different things. I started with Phasmabox. In this example, I was asking my spirit team to find a certain person, and they say, we'll search back. We were working. We'll search back. They were working. We'll search back. They were working. Another one, Afterlight. This EVP says, them wait, it's back. X Paranormal Spirit Radio. This EVP says, I love, and I say, I love you too, and they say, B, Becky. I love you too. I love you too. The Quator Box. One of my usual spirits calls me Sis as a nickname. Sis, Sis, Sis. Sis, Sis, Sis. The Quantum Box. This EVP says, Us, Beck. 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 These are all really good software by this gentleman, Martin, out of ExtremeSenses.com. But my all-time favorite <laughs> is the Infinity Box GBX Edition. Now, what's cool about this box is it runs without any packs to upload to it. You can just use it as is. But if you wanted to download these packs, you could pick out all these different packs to add on. And when I mean packs, they're like sound packs. Maybe you want something angelic with some nice soft music playing and whispers. Or maybe you want an old-timey radio, wax cylinders. Edison created these wax cylinders. This EVP says, practice, Beck. Talk to Beck. Babe, answer. And I say, I hear you, I hear Beck. Practice, Beck. I hear you. I hear Beck. I hear you. I hear Beck. But my favorite is the Infinity GBX edition. And that is the professional because there's Infinity Box. Uh, there's two different types. And the GBX is the one that you can add the packs onto. So I use what I call the family pack. It's not really a family pack, but it's called the vintage pack. And I believe it's 1920s through 1950s radio announcers. Now, I could be wrong on the dates, but my spirit team got a hold of this software and just went to town. And that's one of my favorite software applications to use because they know how to use it. They know how to put their names into it. They know how to use it. It's just amazing. In this EVP, I say, I started a podcast, and you hear Poe laugh, and you hear Cool Beck, and then I respond. I started a podcast. Poe laugh. Cool Beck. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. 
I started a podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Every time I'm with Steph, there always seems to be a soul that needs to cross and they ask for help. I don't know what it is. I think it's Steph's light. <laughs> I think she puts this light off. It's like a rescue light and it's not normal for me. I can sit down without Steph and I don't get these help, help, help. Mm -hmm. But with Steph, I, I get a lot of action. And, and something that I, I have never really told you, but at one time and, and not so, I mean, I still pray for the souls in purgatory because that's like a Catholic thing. You pray for the dead. Mm -hmm. um, but at one time I really had a strong prayer life in that for some reason. It was just a moment in my life where I felt very strongly I need to pray for the souls in purgatory. I kind of felt bad for them because they're waiting to go. You don't really know how their existence is in that moment. According to the church, there's somewhat of a suffering being in that existence. Mm -hmm. But it's not hell or anything. But it's you're just basically waiting. You know, you're purifying yourself. In fact, one of the most amazing things we got when I first heard one of your apps... I have lots of siblings that have passed away, unfortunately, but um, one sibling in particular, Chris, he's an older brother of mine, and he passed away suddenly, but he had a lot of problems. So I wanted to know if he was way, okay. If he was okay. Yeah. And I weirdly had a dream about him not long after he died, a few months after he died, that he was in purgatory. And I, it was a terrible dream. Like I was, I, could, I felt like I could feel a suffering. So I prayed for him a lot. And when I saw Becky, and this is a couple years after he's he had died, and we asked about my brother Chris, and immediately we hear a voice, he purges himself. Oh, yeah. And I liked how they phrased that, he purges himself, because literally what it comes down to when you die, you know you're not worthy to go to heaven. You know, you're kind of judging yourself in a way. And so you right. go to the place where you know you have to, you know, and obviously God's overseeing everything, but but at the same time, you're going to the place where you know you have to learn to love God, be open to God. And my brother really, I think he believed in God, but he was such a wounded person that he had to learn still. Now we get ones where he's crossed. Yes, and, and they're very yeah. loving messages yeah. and joyous. I had an experience with this woman, Emma de Guzman, who Becky had met before, but I've known her for a while, and she's like a Catholic mystic. She had seen a sister, Jennifer, who passed away. Now, she's my oldest sister. She's also... For my dad, my dad was married before, um, so she's like a half-sister, but we all, you know, very close, and she'd be like 62 years old now, I wow. think, somewhere in okay. there. So she was like 23 when she died, and I was like seven, seven or eight. But with Emma, Emma had seen her in a vision, didn't know who she was, because she didn't know it was connected to us, and her name was Jennifer. I guess Jennifer was very beautiful, and she said she saw her, you know, she was from heaven, and she said, I am Jennifer, and that was it. And then someone else in our prayer group that had died, his name was Robbie Hoffman, and I knew him, and he was actually from my neighborhood growing up. He was a little bit older than uh, than Beck and I, and she was greeting him from purgatory, bringing him from purgatory into heaven. He had a very similar cancer to my sister, so there was a lot of similarities, and that whole experience with Emma seeing her and not knowing that was... Yeah. connected to us and she saw her a few times taking people out of purgatory so i don't know if it's our family 
<laughs> like, I don't know if that's like one of my jobs or whatever, yeah. like spiritual jobs. I mean, I think they always say everyone should pray for the dead, but, but there might be something, you know, where you're picking up on it here. And I never really thought about it before, but I did have like this devotion to the souls. of Interesting. Country. I never even, no, I never even put that together. I didn't think about it until probably, re- you know, just recently because I'm like, oh yeah, I used to like really, really pray for the souls in purgatory when right and i think we should say this because you know not everyone is is catholic or religious yeah. so if when she says purgatory it could mean anything it's kind of like your it's version different. of what you call god you may not call god god you may call him her the creator um, the great i am and the same thing with purgatory that could be a way station that could be a place that's we don't really know but she's using that in the terms that she knows so Hopefully nobody's getting all up in arms saying, oh, you know, yeah, I mean, everyone's I'm, going to purgatory, you know. This, you know, I, I only know the Catholic Church. Right. You know, so, so it's, you know, I think that you can see in other religions, they have similar stories. Right. You know, and then like the Protestants reject this completely. So it's really, you it's know, one based of those on things. your own personal. But a lot of people have this experience, yeah. you know, and I think that's why a, a lot of people are more prone to believe in it because of personal experience. Right. And there's been a lot of you know, documentation of this as well. Mm-hmm. When people have come back from the dead yeah. and actually experienced these different levels yes. and speaking on our own experiences, never forcing anyone to believe our beliefs and just sharing what we know. So yeah, Steph has, you know, a way about her that she <laughs> collects these ghosts, basically these people that are stuck and most of the time they're children for some reason. I don't know what that is. And little kids know. and, you know, that's something that I spoke with Marcy Johnson in episode two about is like, what's up with the kids? You know, and and Longmore Etheridge, we talked about what's up with the kids? What? Yeah. Why are all these kid ghosts hanging out? I mean, you would think God would have taken them, you know, or somebody would have taken them right in. But no, one of the stories Steph and I have is we had gone camping, glamping. <laughs> yeah, Beck and I don't camp. No, we don't camp. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a really one of our friends, uh, really nice campers. In Sodus Bay. And one night, Steph and I were sharing a room uh, because there's like four beds, I think, and or two. There's three beds. One yeah, big two bunk one. beds and one big one. So yeah. Steph and I shared the, the big bed together. And as we were in there, I'm feeling like the bed shaking. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm starting to think, is this my body twitching? What's happening? And it was late. I just thought the just being a camper, it might be it's just a little bit unstable. You know, that's what was my idea when I felt it. Right. And so I, I remember turning to Steph and gosh, it was like maybe two in the morning. I don't even know. It was mm-hmm. late three in the morning. I turned to her. I say, Steph, are you feeling that? And she says, yeah. And I'm like, are we having an earthquake or what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we really couldn't figure this out. So, you know, I, I remember opening our door a little bit and peeking through. And the other girls we were camping with were out sleeping nobody was moving nobody was going to the bathroom nobody was walking around somebody was jumping something was shaking the the camper it was very noticeable it was not subtle at all no and i don't know how they slept through it maybe because they had a few vodka tonics i don't know (laughs) but (laughs) i ended up going out and actually checking the camper to see if are we collapsing like you know now, this was like a 30-something foot camper that had to be hauled by a vehicle. And so there's stabilizers on it. And 
uh, my friend's husband actually had set this up, stabilized it with concrete cinder blocks underneath and made sure everything was level. And I went out to check those. Like maybe they cracked. Maybe we're falling into the earth. Maybe, you know, <laughs> is there quicksand under us? I have no idea. But long story short, it was none of the above. As the time went by day two, Steph was feeling something. She was like, oh, I felt it to the point where my energy drained. I had to take a nap. Not that, I mean, we were all kind of tired, but yeah. I felt that weird energy drain and I was like, something's going to happen. So I spent that nap really actually praying the rosary because I couldn't fully sleep. So I thought, I'm just going to pray about this because I feel like something is happening. Like you just feel it. I don't know how to explain that, but it's nothing you can just make up. It's almost like a, it's an intuitive thing, but I feel like I physically feel it. And I've had this experience many times. Yeah doesn't happen all the time but i knew that day that something was going to happen yeah so she approached me and said back i have this feeling and i've been in praying and you know i i think we need to do a session i think we need i think someone needs our help and you know i had that same feeling but it wasn't mm -hmm. as i don't know i guess i was kind of pushing it off because it was ladies weekend you know yeah. i was like do i really need to be doing this right now but steph and i took the time we went out in front of the campfire it was actually kind of weirdly magical and stressful at the same yeah. time yeah. because it was like a quiet evening and the fire mosquitoes was still going. Were crazy yeah, the mosquitoes in New York, we get the worst mosquitoes in the summers. And we're sitting out there by the fire and, and we turn the app on and we have a little boy come through and this little boy is scared and he needs to be crossed. I mean, we had a whole team of people of spirit team on top of Steph's team who has, she has a little team and, and they were telling us to pray and they were begging us to pray, pray, and pray, pray harder. Pray. Yeah. I mean, I had never heard pray that much in my life. Which pray, 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 pray. Is weird. It's really hard for me to comprehend because the souls that are in heaven can't pray for the souls in purgatory. They need us to do it. Yeah. They can help bring them once they're ready to go right and i don't understand these rules we don't understand it at all <laughs> why there's we're rules. like wait a minute why can't you guys take them what is the problem I know, here like, like why don't you pray yeah you're like, the one in heaven with all the powers you guys have the yeah the, what, you know it all don't you know it all but, i know but i actually no we prayed our asses off i yes. mean just we just prayer after prayer and we called in the big guns we called in like the archangels and the angels and everybody we could to help us finally that little boy went and it, they were saying like lights yeah go up and that's the thing yeah. too is when they leave now when you're using these applications like you're not hearing full sentences you know you're hearing keywords you'll hear these words repeat and that's when you know like if they're telling you to pray you pray. If they're mm -hmm. telling you, you know, you if they're saying flat tire over and over, that means you're probably going to get a flat tire or you have <laughs> a flat tire. So when they say these things and you have this established connection, you listen. We were hearing pray, pray, pray. So we pray, pray, prayed. I mean, we were exhausted praying. We prayed to into exhaustion, just yeah. trying to help this kid. And this kid was scared. In this EVP, the kid is saying afraid. Afterwards, it's like they give you the cues that they've made it. They're like, I'm in the light. I, I see them. I mm -hmm. see my mother. I, and, and they'll even thank you once they get across. And these are the amazing things I was trying to say that I've experienced with her doing this. You know, so that's why I've never dismissed it or, or just, you know, or been afraid 
because of what you know like why would the devil do all this right you know, like why would it be like this trick because what would be the purpose like exactly the devil can't even stand the name of jesus being said and we're literally praying to yeah jesus. we're praying yeah. to mary we're praying to the saints we're using what whatever we know to use exactly you know, and we're getting results and you feel the relief at the you same do. time that they go that's when that feeling that goes away is that true that feeling that we you know i had all day yep it's like a stress and then that stress turns almost like an exhausted joy like, like we're giving birth well yeah that's exactly <laughs> like i i'm exhausted but look what we did yep. <laughs> look what we accomplished <laughs> well not just us but with the help of the spirit team that mm-hmm. is helping us to help them oh, wow what an amazing thing i think that's how these things should be used. I don't think they should be used to just plain yeah, curiosity or, or just to get a thrill. I think yeah. they should be used to actually sit down and connect with somebody you love, connect with somebody that needs help. And it takes time. I wouldn't even jump into it that far, you know, right away. It takes time to learn these things and to learn when to shut it off. I mean, if something comes through that's scary, shut it off. Say a prayer, shut it off say another prayer. Don't continue to use it until you're ready to go back in. I mean, be protected. I know Beck has, uh, and, and both of us, with or without these apps, we've had demonic experiences in our lives. And they're, to me, they're very real. Mm-hmm. And they're always ready and willing to manipulate a vulnerable person. So if someone has gone through a death and they're like, I want to contact my loved one, just be very cautious because... There are people out there who have done that, and it was a big mistake. Yeah, you always have to pray if you're a believer in Jesus. I would and recommend you don't that, ever want to do it vulnerable, to be honest. No, and you don't. You kind of want to. Well, you do. You want to be feeling whole in spirit, mind, and body. You don't want to be sick with the flu. You don't want to be trashed. You don't want to be in like some sort of mental depression state, mm-hmm. and you definitely don't want to just have bounced out of a death with this veil over you. You want to feel confident positive and definitely what stuff said yeah. pray and i would say build yourself up with prayer and meditation before you'd ever do anything like this to give yourself a spiritual life yeah. first be in tune with what god's already given you because we already are you know we're spiritual beings we have a human experience yeah so yeah. give yourself time i think to build your spiritual life up first. I couldn't agree more with that. And when she says spiritual life, that could mean anything for you. That could mean whether you're a Catholic and you want to pray to Mary and Jesus for whoever, you do that. And if you believe in the creator and the earth and the trees, then that's who, as long as it's in the highest of good, you're always asking in the highest of good. And that's what you want to come through. That's what you're setting your intention as. You don't ever want to mess around with that low life shit Mm -hmm. the experiences i've had with steph and just having you know somebody that was a former nun come in and sit with me i'm thinking oh here we go i'm gonna be judged all the shit and she's gonna think i'm insane and 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 she sat down with this open mind and and then heard her family members coming through and heard the spirits of these people saying things that were just it just couldn't be faked there's no little man pulling strings you know, at AT&T or Verizon. <laughs> oh, Beck's on. Oh, hurry up. we got to get that bank of names going. All the ones that relate to her. No, there was none of that. And I think uh, once people sit down and actually experience how it really is without the movies and all the fantasticalness of it, and they see the reality of it, then they understand it. 
and want to pursue it maybe or don't. So that was a nice little episode that we wanted to talk about apps and software and experiences that we've had doing spirit communication. And I'm sure we're going to have more of these. I just wanted to bring that to you and and let you chew on that for a while. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, I'm back. And this is Steph. And always protect yourself. To the spirit podcast. Supernatural science. I'm ghost. Thank you. Spirit. Divine source. Heaven. The dead. It's magic, man.